What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 209 in year five. We have started, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Clay is actually here for this episode. Um, he is back. <laughs> he survived the COVID. And uh, yeah, Clay, how was that experience? Barely survived. Holy <laughs> crap. Um, I, I will say this. I, uh, I told people way back when COVID like really was starting in the shutdowns and everything that if you get COVID, you're an idiot. Um, Cause it should be simple enough to not get COVID. Um, we still do not know how we got it. Um, nice. Yeah. There, there is no inclination on how we got it, uh, which is absolute, which absolutely sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, well, your wife works, doesn't she? She does. Uh, does. She work from home or she works in an office? She works from home, but from time to time, because of what she does in social media marketing, she sometimes mm. needs to get footage of said businesses mm. or pictures and things like that. And then every other week, uh, everybody on her team meets up at a, like, you basically rent a space and you work mm. at that space. It's one okay. of those places. Gotcha. Uh, remember how we first started uh, recording? Yeah, uh, kind of like one of those places. Mm. Um, so, uh, so they do that every every other every other week. Mm-hmm. So, like, possibly from that. Um, there's also a small coffee shop here in my hometown that Abby has been going to, mm-hmm. like every once in a while. Um, and I'm just like. It's got to be one of these places. So yeah. you're never allowed to go to these places again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm the lone survivor. I think everybody I've known, my brother might have not got it. I think that's it. I know my niece and my sister-in-law have, though. Well, so. like, and, and the big thing was, is I was like, man, there goes my streak. Like, my yeah. my big accomplishment was to always say I never got COVID. Yeah. And now I can't say that. But, like the hardship of it mm-hmm. was really a day and a half for me yeah. compared to my child and my wife, which took like all week for them to recover. Oh, really? Yeah. For me, it was just like, I, I sweated it out like mm-hmm. all in one night and I was like, Oh, I think I'm good. And then I was just tired for the rest of the week. That was basically okay. it. Yeah. I, um I got the booster back in June and I was done for like 24 hours. So, like, if it's like that, I'm like, well, that sucks. But, you know, it's not not too crazy. But, you know, um, it's a lot easier when you have the vaccine. But that's not what we're talking about. But uh, glad you survived the experience, I will say. Um, recording a podcast by yourself is fucking taxing. I will <laughs> I will say that. But uh, it but seems like you, you did, did okay. It. Yeah, it seems like we got some questions on it. It seems like people actually watch about the fair amount. So, um, you know, it wasn't a complete disaster. But... Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we are here going into year five of the podcast, which is insanity. I recently checked top Batman podcasts and I saw a list of 25 and we're in slot nine. So I don't know if how that is um, calculated. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's by reviews, if it's by views what the case is it could be just pure bullshit on a website that probably wants us to spend money on it because you can actually (laughs) the list had options to where you could like link all your other stuff and like so people could find you easier 
but yeah. it was like a subscription service. So I don't know how real it was, but top 10, baby. That's all I'm going to say. Um, all of the other podcasts have been around, I think, longer than us. Yes, so, they have. Yeah. So that was the thing. So kind of cool. So appreciate everybody that's been listening and whatnot. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, you should go subscribe over there because we've been dropping content. And uh, yeah. So uh, as for ba- Batman news this week, there's not much. So no, uh, no, not much at all. Yeah. Like, um, there has been uh small updates to the strike, and when I say small updates, it's really the two sides bickering about who is at a standstill and who is not. Uh, so all I do know is like the newest update is if studios do not hit a like for sure deal by mm-hmm. October first it will delay TV shows and movies for the entire calendar year for oh. the next year is, is Damn. what I, what I have seen in the last two days. Yeah. Um. So we got a month. So less yeah. than a month. I am kind of really hoping that smaller studios, like independent ones just meet all the demands and they come out on top. And fuck WB and fuck Disney and fuck everybody else. Well, like the the big thing is like, of course, A24 and all yeah. those smaller studios, right? Well, a lot of these actors for those studios mm-hmm. have gotten the right to go promote their films and whatnot. And they're actually talking shit to the big studios on their interviews. Yeah. So it is making to a point like people are noticing like, hey, these studios are kind of being assholes. Yeah. So... I, I think we will see that in some capacity. I don't know mm-hmm. if it'll be like a huge, like, holy shit, they're like running the industry now. You yeah. Know, type of thing. I, I don't know what's going on with animators, animation and all that, but they need to do something too. If they do something, like, can you imagine? Uh, granted, it's not going to happen in Japan, but like, if can you imagine if anime was just like, we're on strike? It'd be like, oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pay your writers, pay your illustrators. Yeah, yeah freaking weaves would go insane. We'd be invading Japan to get the strike over with. But like, yeah, that's um, I don't know, man. It just seems like it's getting worse, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I know Zaslav was like, oh, I'm going to do everything in my power to try to get this to fucking, you know, get fixed and whatever. I'm like, no, you're not, bro. Like, you, your one year salary could like pay so many people like for years no, i i think it's funny like the big thing was like oh we're saving so much money on this strike and then it mm. came out last week that they lost 500 million dollars like yeah. in that small quarter yeah uh i hope it keeps going it sucks for the people in the industry right like yeah you know we're only outsiders we're talking about it it sucks for the people that are possibly losing their mortgages and all that kind of shit um but you know it's when they when you see something you need to fight for you have to be able willing to sacrifice everything right and that's like the unfortunate truth of it all um so they're doing this for future generations that are gonna be fucked over or would be fucked over if there is no kind of a deal for ai you know what i mean because yeah. ai is gonna be kind of crazy did you see that um the voice actress from daphne got duped into buying the AI. AI? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. That's wild. She was heartbroken, too. Yeah. She was like, I'm so mad. I want a refund. She was like, of course, I'm not going to use this. Yada, yada. Um, it's unfortunate, man, because like just because AI is getting so good. It's getting so granted. I will say AI is getting really good, 
but all the art styles are the fucking same. It's all that like, you know, crisp line kind of art style. And I'm like, this style is boring. I feel bad for the artist that started that style because it's so garbage now. Because yeah. I'm just like, that's AI style now. And I'm like, that sucks. Um, because like a lot of people don't really like everybody's like, oh, hyper realistic is really good. And it is. But then like, it's just like, uh, you know, I play visual novels with that style all the time. So yeah. like, yeah. I don't care about it anymore. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's I don't know. AI is kind of like you ever think you think DC is ever going to do an AI issue? <sighs> I, I will I say don't know. we. We read a story today that is kind of giving off that vibe. Batman and Robin, the art style is kind of, uh, uh, you know. I believe that's uh, is that Campbell? Not Campbell. No, it's it's, it's it's not Campbell. It's uh oh shoot. Um, he was really big on some of the Power Rangers issues mm. uh, back in the day. Um, let me actually see if I can yeah. find. And the him. art's good, but it's like I think it's the coloring. That I was like, it makes it look computer generated. Yeah, the coloring did not help it at all, yeah. to be honest. Uh, it is uh, uh, Simone uh, okay. Demio. Uh, he is, I don't remember if he's Italian or he's he's from uh, across the pond. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I like the way he draws mm-hmm. some of these characters yeah. um, and we'll get to it when we get to yeah, it for sure. But yeah, the, the coloring on his art did not help the AI look of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that, that kind of sucks, man. Uh, I don't know what's going to be happening with the writer strikes. I could see it going to the end of the year. Honestly, yeah. I could see it going past October. Cause we're dude, like right now, the thing is, I think what's happening, and I don't watch any of these shows, so it doesn't really matter to me, but, like, the Drew Barrymore stuff is going on. But now Yikes. that asshole Bill Maher, I hate that dude Bill Maher because uh, he's just so annoying. He's just like uh, Grandpa that doesn't understand what's going on nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's coming back. And it's the, these shows that are, like, talk shows, news shows, are doing exactly what the studios want because they're, like – well, we don't want our other people that are not writers to suffer. Like they have jobs and we got to come back. And um, I don't know. Granted, I know some of those shows are just like open talk forums. So it's not really got writers. So I can see a perspective where it's like, okay, we can still work. We're just not going to have writers to do like bits or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is fair. But again, it it's, it, I think it mute, uh, moots your point. When you say you support the writer strike, but you're coming back, you know what I mean. Especially since uh, the whole Drew Barrymore thing, like people were getting kicked out that had WGA pens yeah. and stuff. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're on you're on the wrong side here. You're, you're not looking great. And yeah. like she tried to like make the announcement of like, oh, whoever's getting kicked out gets to come in free the next time they come around and blah mm-hmm. blah type. Thing. Yeah. It doesn't like what blows my mind is Hollywood people don't understand like image, which is really weird because I'm like, dude, uh, y'all have some te- y'all, y'all don't understand. Like your PR team suck. Like they're not up to date with like you need to get somebody to look that's young on your PR team. I'm talking about like 20. Yeah, because they'll be like, oh, dude, this is what pisses off people nowadays. You know what I mean? Um, So like, yeah, because I think there's just so many people that are just 
I don't know. They're they're either in a, a bubble or they just don't know how you can come off looking bad, even though you might have an argument that is valid. Like I said, like, oh, yeah, well, these other people are losing their the lighting guys like they're not part of a, I mean, they're probably part of a union. But like, you know, what I mean, like the lighting guys, the set guys, like all of them are suffering because of the strike. Like that sucks for them. You know, I can understand that argument. That's a fair argument. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't you can't save face and be like, I support the strike and then be like, oh, but we're coming back, you know. So I don't know. It's a really weird situation. Um, it's going to delay every movie. DC just can't catch a break. No. Like they just can't catch a break because Superman will probably be delayed. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like James Gunn's going to do everything in his power to make it happen. Cause that's like his dad's birthday or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, unless he pushes it a whole year, if he really wants that date, which would be insane. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man, but at the moment though, are we really excited about anything to get rushed out? You know what I mean? I'm not excited about these rumors of uh, which have been debunked of Timothy Chalamet as Robin um, in the in the Batman. So, you know, or no, actually, it was Brave and the Bold is apparently yeah. what he was going to be Robin for. I told this to Clay when we were I don't know what we were watching last Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Timothy Chalamet's a great actor. I feel like he's just a guy trying to act. Yeah yeah so like i i haven't seen dune and i know like dune is like one of those like cult classic uh franchises and apparently this new iteration was like the best movie or the best sci-fi movie that year or whatever um i i just don't get the appeal of the actor um and even before then i don't know what he was in before that like he's never been an actor that has been on my radar yeah you know yeah yeah, the thing is, it's it's weird because I could have saw, um, or I could have, I don't know, it might have been him because I'm assuming he's like the new heartthrob. He's the new, you know, big guy on campus. I want to say there was an article or at least a headline that said uh, Leonardo DiCaprio told him no superhero movies. Like if you want to be like the big guy in Hollywood. Yeah. So that would just kill this rumor anyways. Unless he was just like a huge nerd and he's like, no, fuck what Leonardo DiCaprio says. Like, I want to be, you know, yeah. Robin. I just don't think he'd be good in any of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't think he's a great actor. I'm sorry. Maybe it's Wonka and Dune, but like everybody that I've seen on screen with him outshines him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just seems like he's trying to act, especially in Wonka. Like, in Wonka, he just seems like he's trying to do... He's a Wish version of... uh, What's his face? Um, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. So, like, you just... I don't know, man. That's the one thing that I'd be really scared to take on an iconic iconic character. Like, you can do Batman, right? Like, there's going to always be a different type of Batman. But, like, there's only, like, one Wonka. Like, you know, Depp went, like, extremely different. Which is apparently more towards the books. I don't really... I haven't read the books, so I don't know. But... His was so different that you're like, okay, that's like, you know, the same. He's just trying to be Wilder. And yeah, and a lot of people, even like when the debut of the trailer came out, just feel like he is very cringe mm-hmm. in that trailer. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and it, you know, and the thing, here's the thing that I've learned. When you're going to do like a weird character you have to have the right person to deliver that dialogue. And I don't think Mm -hmm. he's the right person because I was watching Scott Pilgrim. I don't think anybody can do Scott Pilgrim. 
nobody else can play that character besides Michael Sarah. Like they yeah. just can't. And like I was also watching because I was I don't know why it just came across my YouTube feed. It was like all the fights from Scott Pilgrim. I was like, I'll watch that. And so like I was watching the base fight with Brandon Roth. And yeah. Brandon Roth is so good in that role. Yeah. You know what I mean? As the fucking vegan. And so like it's just so good. And um, I don't know if anybody else could play that role too. Cause like Brandon Roth had like this big size. He was over like powering to fucking. It like, was, era. it was right after his Superman era. So he yeah. was still like so stocky. Yeah. And then just the way he plays like the idiot. And it's like, you are incorrigible. He's like, I don't even know the meaning of the word. <laughs> it's just like so good. Um, I don't know, man. So like, I just don't, I would hate Timothy Chalamet as a, a robin in, in, especially robin he's way too old like yeah if he's playing damien like maybe drake you know but, i could i could possibly see him playing drake yeah. um but he could not be playing damien no, no way not at all um it's unfortunate unless they want a gender bend i would say get that chick that's been in barbie and is every other popular character right now yeah, like she <laughs> has been popping off. Yeah. She, she got started. She got started uh, as a Disney kid. Yeah, it's yeah, wild. She's been she's been everything lately. So um, pretty pretty crazy stuff for her. Um, I don't know what they would. I think they would probably. She's the only one that could play Orphan, but I think they're gonna want to probably keep Orphan. You know, Asian. So um, which is her? Like that I means. Because they need to recast her because she was terrible in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Like, not that girl. And I think that girl, like, didn't she have, like, martial arts background, too? And they didn't do any of that shit. Yeah. I mean, it was it was that and her stunt double was, like, like that was the big thing that mm -hmm. we had covered was, like, the stunt double had, like, a crazy uh, IMDB when it comes yeah. to, like, martial arts stuff. And we're like, oh, shit, we're going to get, like like the legit Cassandra. Like yeah. this is going to be awesome. And then it ended up being nothing. What did she do that involved stunt doubling? I don't really remember that much from that movie. So uh, nothing really. It was just yeah. her running away a whole bunch. Yeah. You just a double for running away. What did you do? Just the standstill scene? Um, I don't know. Either way, uh, I do think there's going to be a whole recasting of the Bat Family um i feel like there was i don't know if i covered this rumor but there were or if we covered this a while back a lot of um rumors of who's oh i think we did it was um john krasinski was the rumor of of batman right of batman, like yeah. no and then uh i think q or you and i think uh king posted this in discord where um my pick for batman is being has been offered apparently the reed richards role yeah, from from uh, Mr. Fantastic, uh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, it's so I think you're going to like this piece mm -hmm. of uh, internet uh, news lately. Um, my time to shine Ooh. seems to uh, be losing her grips. Yeah. Uh, and the reason being um, is apparently she is getting paid bukus of money now mm -hmm. to put stuff out there. Every single like, like this, along with like some Star Wars stuff that it didn't end up being true. Mm -hmm. Like n n for just for that one scoop, that one Star Wars scoop, Ahsoka scoop, yeah, that now is not true. Everybody's questioning her now. So now, ah, uh, you heard it first. 
she is a unreliable source. We think that it's all for money now. And so it's just like, eh, you know, yeah. if you get it right, you get it right. But we are, you are uh, wrong until proven right. You know, yeah. it's not right until you're proven wrong. This yeah, time pat myself on the back. I called that so long ago. <laughs> I've been saying, I even mentioned this on last week's podcast. I was like, I just don't think they're that great. And uh, yeah, they were, they were so wrong about a lot of the DCU stuff. Yeah. And so, but people are like, oh, no, I, I saw it a long time ago, my time to shine. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. I think, again, you know, a Scoopers, like, I think, I don't know if RPK even has a good track record anymore. I don't know how he's been. Uh, I think he got quiet for a while. So I feel like he's, maybe he's, he's been quieter, yeah. uh, but he has still been throwing some stuff out there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I take all Scoop. I mean, I don't follow any of them, but uh, I've started muting a lot of words on Twitter recently. CM Punk being one of them, I am so tired of hearing about that dude. Uh, so I muted that. I've muted a bunch of shit recently. That's just like really annoying because uh, I'm tired of signing. I haven't seen Snyder stuff in like a week or so, which is interesting. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, but speaking of the one thing we actually have to talk about, which is, uh, and I believe this drops today, the Aquaman trailer uh, yeah. dropped a teaser I'm not going to lie to you, Clay. That thing didn't look bad. It no. pretty interesting. I, I don't think it looked horrible. Um, I think uh, some freeze frames, if you if you, if you you pause it at the right mm -hmm. time, it looks kind of bad. Because um, a lot of people were like, oh, they they showed Amber Heard. They showed Amber Heard. It's not Amber Heard. No. It's uh, Nicole Kidman Yeah, um, that, that is in the trailer. <laughs> the funny, I don't know if this is a distant Nicole Kidman. I thought she was one of the people from the trench when I saw it. <laughs> so that's that's the thing. So yeah. that's one of the parts that looks kind of yeah. bad. It's it's like just the CGI and the way mm -hmm. like the water is flowing in her face and stuff. It doesn't look great. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the moments where I kind of like paused the the uh the teaser to kind of look at everything, and I was like, ooh, that yeah. doesn't look great. Um, but yeah, there was even somebody I saw on on twitter that said um as as a supposed horrible film mm. why does this teaser have some of the best shots i've seen all year yeah in movies i saw that tweet too um and it, it looks vibrant it looks good it looks how the first one did yeah. which is good um some people were upset like the very first frame of the teaser mm -hmm. is a like a reuse of yeah. the first film movies do that trailers yeah. do that like that this is not anything new um i immediately recognized it i was like okay whatever mm -hmm. um because all the other footage was something from the new film and yeah. that's what like if they had used several different shots from mm -hmm. the first movie i would have been like oh no like yeah. why? <laughs> like why are they doing this uh but it looks good um black manta still looks good the suit the aquaman suit still looks comic accurate mm -hmm. um there's a giant freaking seahorse in this one yeah like, there's like it, a bioshock looking type of a mech in there oh yeah, yeah, yeah cool that looks pretty badass uh yeah so like it from that tease trailer it doesn't look bad i'm assuming the trailer is going to come out during uh thursday night football tonight probably yeah so um be on the lookout for that if you're listening to this podcast before then um because that's what i would assume it looked pretty solid to me um at this point 
I if I'm entertained while watching it, I'll, I'll consider it a win. Just kind of how it was yeah. with Black Adam. Like Black Adam, I was like, I'm gonna walk out hating it. Fine to me, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, wasn't the greatest film, but I also didn't hate it. Like I thought the action was solid. Uh, so I'm excited. I mean, but going from there, right? A lot of people, I believe, asked James Wan, or I don't know where this came from exactly, but there was a uh, somebody asked him if Batman is going to be in this film. And the quote was, the best thing I could say about this movie is that it is not connected in any way to any of those films. That's the bottom line, because James Wan said so. So, uh, yeah. Okay, I can I can understand the sentiment of the first one felt like its own original movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it didn't lean heavily on any of the bigger plot points of like the justice league or whatever the uh uh steppenwolf was mentioned in the very Mm -hmm. beginning of aquaman and then after that it was only an aquaman movie Mm -hmm. so that statement isn't too bad but with there being now a completed universe with dc at this point Mm -hmm. or the dceu as it's ending like you would think, okay, like it still is connected, like, and from what we had seen and heard, mm-hmm. there was several connections to the greater DCEU with Batman in several cameos in this movie. Yeah. And now it's completely gone. Like, you can't say that it is completely on its own. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, with the reshoots, maybe, because we don't know what was reshot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So maybe it was originally going to be that way, and then now it's no longer. I want to see if we're going to be able to tell. That's my question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Will it be like, oh, that felt like something should have been there? Because then that'll be like, that's probably where a Batman scene was. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I wonder if those scenes will be on the extra, you know, deleted stuff or whatever. Because I I doubt they spend, if they, I don't know. They would have had to have been animated already, right? Like more than like, if there's CGI in them, which I doubt there was. But I don't know. I'll be very curious to see what those extra footage are, even if it is just green screen stuff. But so yeah, nothing to do with uh, the the everything you know with the DC universe Snyder Cut era era as people will probably know it as. Um, but I I don't know, like. Do you think he says that because Aquaman may or may not be in the DCU? I don't think that is the reason. Uh, I just think it's really funny. I I saw this post saying duality of reporting. And uh, there is a a post here from Geek Vibes Nation that says James Wan denies that Amber Heard's screen time was cut from Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says here the first Aquaman was Arthur and Mara's journey. The second movie was always going to be Arthur and Orm. But months prior, mm-hmm. from the Hollywood handle, it says Amber Heard's role in Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom has been reduced after reshoots. Confirms James Wan. Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> so it's like, at, like I. I think that this has been a little bit of a mess. I did mm-hmm. post that uh, that Casey Walsh tweet in the Discord that, like, he has said that this has been messed with more so than what Justice League had been. Um, mm-hmm. In in 
in retrospect of like reshoots and stuff. So it's like we know how that turned out. Like yeah, we should be worried about how this is going to turn out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I do think Justice League was probably different though because it had so many people in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also they were trying to make it be like another film. They were trying to make it be like Avengers. Whereas this is just Aquaman. So I don't know if it'll be as bad, but depending on how much of Batman and Mira they took out might make it feel disjointed. Yeah. So it's possible. I'm, I don't know, man, like this movie is going to have to be really bad for me to believe all the scoopers. Mm-hmm. like if you're saying people were walking out like and this was like a what do they say it like consistent thing that happened at all the screenings or, or all the screenings were bad or whatever poorly received i mean maybe it's just like really bad when it comes to the comedy maybe that's what people think are dumb mm-hmm. maybe it's a bunch of like dick and poop jokes that people are annoyed with or something i don't know like uh we'll see but i think you know, Jason Momoa, of all people, has, like, he, he has the power to win people over. I mean, they, it's what people said was the best thing in Fast and Furious 10, was Jason Momoa. And and that was something that I was going to bring up, is the fact that, like, as somebody, myself, mm-hmm. being an individual that doesn't care about the Fast franchise whatsoever, mm-hmm. Momoa made that movie more enjoyable. Yeah. Like, made it watchable mm-hmm. uh i mean that last scene oh my god yeah. um but like i i i agree with you i think him being in it is like the that is the ticket seller that's gonna put butts in seats is the fact yeah. that jason momoa is in it so you yeah. i think you already have a good sales number for your first weekend mm-hmm. it's getting people either back into the theater to watch it again or having the word of mouth to get people to keep watching it. Yeah. That's going to be the big thing. Yeah, I'm curious because, like, this is the dilemma. Do you think Momoa's hoping this movie does bad because that means he's Lobo? Like, for sure? Because if this movie, let's just say, and I don't think this is going to happen. Let's say this movie actually becomes really profitable. Like, I'm talking about, like, $600 million to a billion range. Like, DC is going to see that as a win. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, people like Momoa as Aquaman. We need to keep him as Aquaman. And, you know, that's what I'm that's what I'm curious about, because, Mm -hmm. I mean, we had this question with uh, the Flash with Blue Beetle, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, our biggest question for the Flash was, do they keep Miller? Yeah. Do they have to keep them because yeah. of how the movie ended? Uh, you know, was he likable enough? Uh, was he a big enough piece of the heart of the film to warrant keeping him for the DCU? With uh uh Sholo with Jaime Reyes, like mm-hmm. okay, we know that he's the first, you know, DCU character uh that mm-hmm. we have seen, but are they gonna keep Sholo? Like yeah i i think that you have to look into perspective of the money like Mm -hmm. you really do but it's also a part of james gunn's plan was it james gunn's plan to keep momoa as aquaman 
was it James Gunn's plan to keep Ezra as the Flash? Mm -hmm. Because if it's not, like, I like it's going to be very interesting. The first few qualms that we hear about when it comes to uh, Zaslav and Gunn butting heads. Yeah. Are we ever going to hear those Mm -hmm. at all? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be very, very interesting. I don't think Aquaman's in the plans. I don't know. You do you also think like how James Gunn was like, we have you know twenty. Well, we're assuming it's twenty five projects, right? Uh, in chapter one, do you think he just said that in case any of these movies were a success? Maybe. You know? I mean, just to be careful to be yeah. like, you know, hey, if if like all of these are hits, we can do all sequels to this, and they just jump into the universe that i'm creating yeah i could see it yeah i'm curious if uh i do think the writer strike is going to be an excuse for a lot of people like they're going to be you know if somebody's like well you said there was going to be 25 projects like yeah well the writer strike and the actor strike kind of like put us off time so we nick some projects yada yada you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that could be an excuse in the future um but yeah i don't know man it'd be very interesting to see what happens but We'll find out how Aquaman looks tonight uh, when the trailer comes out, and we'll more than likely talk about it next week. But that movie comes out in two months. Oh, it's, I've, I always feel like it's October already. It comes out in three months. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how it is then. But anyways, that is all the all the news. Like there was not <laughs> much going on uh, this week. Uh, if you care about Disney Plus, they're raising their prices. Uh, if you care about anime, Attack on Titan, the final season, part three, part two. <laughs> is going to be released in november (laughs) um so yeah i've been watching a lot of anime lately like i always am uh i'm still continuing jujitsu kaisen that shit don't get good until episode like 22 so in my opinion it is the most unpaced anime i've seen in a long time like it's so weird. The pacing is so odd. Like, have you watched I, it? I still haven't seen it, so oh. I I can't really I yeah. can't really it's comment so on weird. it. But I think it's so funny that you have been like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this whole yeah. Geisen thing. So. It's like, cause like I, cause you know me, like I will be like, oh, I don't know how it's gonna be. I do it with King. I do it with everybody else. I do it with anything. Like, well, not King, but like with uh, Zadarsky and Howard. I don't know if it's good, but if it's good, it's good. I'll be like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, but like, I was expecting like attack on Titan, demon slayer levels of good, you know? And it just seems like your basic shonen anime. It's animated slightly better. Um, but it gets interesting at around episode 22, but people usually drop animes like 10 episodes in. Usually I do, but I was like, people tell me it's good. I got to keep watching. I'm caught up now. And I'm just like, still waiting. So like when is it like amazing? The fights are cool though. As you get old, like as you get on, um, but like, you know how people talk shit about Dragon Ball Z, how it like takes forever for them mm-hmm. to like upgrade or whatever. A lot of these people are just like OP, like from the start, and I'm like, it's kind of annoying. Like I want to see them upgrade, but they're like they learn shit so fast, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. It's very nitpicky well, with that show. I will say before we jump on to the questions, uh, rumor has it that uh, New York Comic Con is going to have an announcement for Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Well, here's the thing. They said Dragon Ball. So, like, is it just always known as Dragon I mean, we know it as Dragon Ball Z because that's probably what we grew up on. But, like, it's always known as Dragon Ball, right? So is it going to be, like, is the thing still called Super, the current manga run? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it'll probably be like Super's next part, unless it's another movie, which I hope it's not. I hope it's not another movie. I, I yeah. hope that they want to finally continue the series. Yeah. The series, the last time the anime aired, we were still working at our old job. Yeah. It was yeah. almost five years ago, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. But I will say, it looked fucking great. So yes, if they're taking their time on it, I will wait as long as they We waited, what, like 20 years for it to come back? So, like, <laughs> we're not picky, okay? Dragon Ball fandom can be crazy, but we want the best. So, uh, anyways, uh, so that's what's, uh, what I've been up to. But let's go ahead and move over to some viewer questions on... Uh, the YouTube, because we're not being in Discord, Clay, uh, his sickness got the best of him. Didn't uh, He didn't post the question this week. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> uh, so we got on the uh, YouTube is Moncray says, if Joker were transported to the Marvel Universe, what hero would he obsess over? Spider-Man, I feel like. Um, Spider-Man or Daredevil? It's very cliche to think yeah. those two, but I yeah. think it would be those two. Yeah. But it's like... I don't know. I mean, I feel like he, you know, Spider-Man's more of the goody two-shoes, so I feel like he'd probably go after him. But Daredevil is the more like Batman character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I honestly think that it would be Daredevil mm-hmm. until he found Spider-Man. It would be like, mm. oh, you're a bat, just like the Batman. And so he, yeah. would, he would just be like, you're not Batman, and, you know, you know, fuck with him a little bit. And then he would see what like spider-man who spider-man is at the core of his character and be like oh that's who i want yeah yeah it would be interesting um i did a video on this on tiktok a while back but people were like if joker was in uh, the marvel universe punisher would take care of him quickly i'm like you don't know who the fucking joker is then because like punisher's a guy with a gun like you know what i mean granted i know he he does more but um you know, Joker's taken on some of the worst people in the DC universe that would probably destroy Punisher. So, you know, and, you know, he's able to go toe-to-toe with Batman, and we know factually that Batman beats Punisher. It happened in the crossover. Yeah. So, you know, you're saying he would just take out Joker? You're wrong. Uh, Next up, we got Tiny Beauty. If another Batman show akin to Gotham appears, would you guys review it on the channel? Um, yeah, for sure. We, Not- we we review any show that's Batman related that sh- pops up. Uh, I we didn't think do Gotham Knights, though. We didn't do Gotham Knights. Uh, we didn't do uh, Pennyworth. Um, yeah. But we are planning to do Penguin, uh, which yeah. is probably the most like Gotham uh, that we will see. Uh, and we plan on doing all the other stuff that uh, is connected to the Reeves verse. Yeah, that they're trying to put on Max. Yeah, Pennyworth was just one of those shows that was on like a random ass website or whatever. I think it was wasn't... on Epics or something. Yeah, that I don't, I didn't even know how you got it. So like, we didn't watch that. It did get transferred to Max eventually, but it wasn't really like super Batman related. You know what I mean? Like, it was just granted it was Pennyworth, but you weren't gonna hear any Batman references or anything like that. I guess. I mean, maybe they might have like hinted at stuff in the show, um, but it just didn't give off the vibe that it was going to be Batman centric. You know what I mean? Gotham Knights just looked awful, like from day one. And we were like, dude, we already shit on Titans and we already shit on these other shows. We don't even need to watch that. And it's canceled now, isn't it? 
Yeah. So like, you know, we kind of already knew that that was going to happen. Um, but no, if it's like a, a show that has good production, we'll cover it. We're going to cover the Amazon show when it comes out. Um, you know, we'll cover Penguin and we'll cover it until we're like, yeah, this show's not that great, you know, and yeah. then we'll stop. It's just it's how we do things. But um, and I watched the first I mean, I watched every season of Gotham, but like I just stopped. I thought it was bad when it got to season three ish and then season four and five. I thought were really bad. So you know, it is what it is, but we will cover it if there is a new show out. Uh, Nathan says, uh, what Batman title would uh, you read just based off the title? Catwoman, Apocalypse Heist, Nightwing, The Wedding, Red Hood, King of the Underworld, Batman, A Long Christmas. I mean, out of all of these... Who's writing a long Christmas is what I would ask. Because yeah, if it's Loeb, I'm reading it. I Apocalypse Heist is doesn't sound very appealing to me. No. Um Red Hood King of the Underworld scares me. Um yeah. Nightwing or Batman are my top choices. Yeah, um, I would probably go the wedding depending on who's like if it's just off title, I don't know the writer or anything like that. I'd be like Nightwing Wedding, but the cover matters. Is it Barbara or is it Starfire? Ooh. Because if it's Barbara, I'm picking it up. If it's Starfire, meh, I'll pass. You know, I like Starfire, but not over Barbara. But so. what if the cover is the is like the uh it like what is it when uh when it's not like the the real thing up front mm -hmm. um what's the phrasing i'm looking for uh, um, an idea yeah but like what if it's actually the wedding of him and barbara but the cover mm -hmm. shows starfire uh i don't know that, that i would say that's really bad marketing because you know people are going to you're going to turn off one part of the audience right you yeah, I mean, it's like what happened with King's Run, right? Everybody thought they were going to get married, and they fucking didn't get married, and they didn't get everybody's married. pissed. Yeah. So DC should learn from that and not do that. Uh, True, but True. if both of them were on there, instant pickup. I'm like, this dude's gonna get a throuple. Oh shit! I'm gonna read that. <laughs> um, it's DC; they do whatever they want, right? Uh, but no, I, I if it's just straight up that, I'd probably go the wedding. But if if the writer was Loeb for a long Christmas, I that would be my first pick. So I like the title. Yeah, no, I'm surprised they haven't done something like that before. But I do feel like if you if you start doing every holiday like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the long, long Thanksgiving. <laughs> the long Easter. Yeah. Like you're just not gonna it's not gonna be good. Oh. So I don't know. Like it would just be it'd be bad. But all right, moving on. Eduardo de la Cruz. Uh, him and his scripts, man. All right, I can say they're getting kind of long. Uh okay, Tom King, uh juice. Okay, Tom King, uh, did you really have to make Batman and Joker canonically kiss? They didn't do that. Uh, so now you're just writing falsities. Uh, Clay says, yeah, was it complex symbolistic metaphor for something? Uh, chuckles, well, truth about stories is, well, that's all we are. Wait, what? That's all we are. Uh, from riddles to jokes, uh, you really got to ask yourself in the moment who would win. Uh, Etrigan versus Chainsaw Man. The Joker versus Light Yagami. Uh, Wonder Woman versus Gur Gore Gore. Who's that? G O R R. I don't know who uh, that is. 
score. Uh, Joker's beating Light's ass. Nobody knows Joker's name. So, so like, Gore is the uh, Gore the God Butcher. Um, uh, he is uh, from Marvel. Uh, recently, he was in uh, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, mm -hmm. uh, played by uh, Christian Bale. Um, he had the symbiote sword uh, at one point. Mm -hmm. um, really cool character. Really cool, yeah. like uh, like character design. Uh, I would go Wonder Woman for sure on that one. Yeah, I go Wonder Woman. The Joker. A lot of people would think, oh, well, Light would figure out his name, but like people don't really know his name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think Jeff Johns said that in Three Jokers, did he? Did he try to give him a name? Uh, I don't remember. I don't believe so. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's Jack Napier. Like, look, we don't we don't care about White Knight. All right, we don't go with White Knight around here. Um, that that's off the rails kind of storytelling there. And I forgot what was the other one that they tried to give him his name. What was his other name? Um, uh, it was like something really generic. I feel like, like Phil Collins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Uh, it was something ridiculous, but like he Light would never get his real name, so Joker would end up killing him. Yeah. Um, Etrigan versus Chainsaw Man though. Etrigan can technically die or technically no? i believe so chainsaw man from what i've read has yet to do that so and i'm telling y'all when people read ahead in chainsaw man his power insane <laughs> so that's all i can say like i can't spoil it i'm just gonna say he's gonna get crazy um so i i would go chainsaw man yeah, I I think I think Chainsaw Man would would win this one uh, yeah. because we have seen Etrigan die before. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I gotta go Chainsaw Man because like even if you've just seen the anime, like Chainsaw Man has like fought an infinite monster already, which is crazy, and he just he he lives off blood. So if Etrigan bleeds, I'm pretty sure. I think we know that. And so, you know, he would just use Etrigan's blood. Like, he would cut him up and, you know, depending, especially where they're fighting, Chainsaw Man would just kill something and get blood and like, oh, yeah, let me just fuck these people up. So, yeah, um, yeah I, would, I would definitely say that. So, uh, we got Clay says, what fight from the comics would be most badass if done in movies? Catwoman and, or Batman and Catwoman versus Joker and Harley, Superman versus Lobo, Deathstroke versus the JLA, Superboy Prime versus Teen Titans, Wonder Woman versus Darkseid. Most badass. So not most hype, because I think most hype is Catwoman, Batman versus Joker Harley. Yeah. Um, but most badass. I don't know if you've... I don't know how long it's been since you've read it, but mm -hmm. uh, the story of Infinite Crisis... Uh, Teen Titans did fight Superboy Prime, and it was a bloodbath. Um, I didn't see that. Oh, I don't remember it, at least. I think that one would be, like, probably the most badass. Um, if so, not Wonder Woman versus Darkseid. Um, is Darkseid actually going to fight, is what I'm curious about. Like, they have to do it, like, actual Darkseid fighting. Because like yeah. they always just have him standing there stoically. Let me shoot my laser beams. 
Like, it's just like, no, I want to see him fucking throw down. Um, yeah, because like if you, if you guys have ever seen the uh, Superman Batman Public Enemies or not mm-hmm. Public Enemies, it was uh, Apocalypse War, um, the animated movie. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where Superman, Supergirl, and Darkseid fight. That's yeah. a badass fight because Supergirl goes all in on Darkseid. Yeah. So yeah, I would think uh, most badass fight. I mean. You could do something <clears throat> with Deathstroke versus the JLA. Yeah. That might look pretty cool. But I think, uh, you know, kind of a Superman fight going all out would probably be the most exciting kind of thing. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I think the most hype would probably be back the Batman one. But I think, I don't know, you could probably do some really cool stuff with Deathstroke and the JLA, to yeah. be honest. So I'd probably go Deathstroke, to be honest. Because it's... It's not too CGI heavy, maybe, mm-hmm. and you could still do some really cool shit. Well, like I'm just remembering the fight of uh, Identity Crisis, mm-hmm. where like he blew out the kneecap of the Flash and like freaking uh, Green Arrow, freaking shot an arrow in his eye and like mm-hmm. all sorts of shit. Yeah, that's the fight that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be pretty badass. So I, I would probably go Deathstroke personally. Uh, Jason Todd says, if Poison Ivy controls the green, what Batman villains would make the most sense to control red, the black, and the clear? Grundy already controls the gray, I think. You know what? I have no knowledge in the colors. I have no knowledge of the red and the clear. Yeah. So So I don't know if those are... I would not be able to tell you off the top of my head, Jason. Um, Let me do some research. What's the black? Uh, the black, I believe, is death. Um, oh, okay. I believe. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the red is and what the clear is. Uh, I can't say I've heard these references, but I've heard the green plenty of times. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, answer this question for you. So it's uh, the uh, meta physics the green the red the clear the gray the black and the speed force is what this is so it says here um looking at it now the red um oh that's right the red is the animal life so animal man Mm. there was a huge crossover in uh in the new 52 Mm. uh dealing with animal man and swamp thing that's right i remember this now um it says here Unlike the green, many heroes can access the red field network simultaneously. Heroes of the red are Animal Man, Vixen, uh, the uh, Bawana Beast, Beast Boy. Um, and it's the red consists of energy of every animal that has ever lived on Earth. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so uh, Penguin, probably. The red, he'd use all the birds. Yeah. You know, uh, unless, well, maybe Croc, because he's half, would probably be somebody that's, like, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. You yeah, know? yeah, Um, And then what's the, like, clear and black? Or... So the, the clear is also known as the blue. Uh, it says that it's make any sense. Uh, for sea life. If you've ever wondered how Aquaman can communicate with all of the creatures of the deep, this is how he does it. Arthur Curry, a.k.a. Aquaman, through genetic birthright as king of atlantis can tap into the clears uh morphogenic field mm. yeah um orca killer 
orca or killer shark or king shark one of those would probably be all the blue right or the clear and yeah. the black the black what? is uh is known as the rot so oh, okay uh it is exactly what you think it is it's the network of the rotten dead things so i was right it was, it was okay um i'd go doll maker pig you know those kind of dudes yeah because they're killing people already um so yeah there's that uh and last we got alexis barrera that says i feel like the community tab on this channel can bring in more views there are many creators i have found that on posted memes updates polls and trivia alone which i feel would help if everyone knows uh if everyone now and then what do you guys think so i will check right now i don't think we have access to that because i think you gain access to that when you get a certain amount of subscribers i will check right now though i don't think we can make community posts and if we can then i'll be like oh shit maybe we should start doing like that. we i've i've seen some creators that i am subscribed to use the community tab yeah. uh not very often uh mm. they mostly use of course their other social media to do so yeah but every once in a while i'll see a post from youtube make its way onto my notifications so I we think it actually can okay oh okay uh so yeah maybe we could post some memes and stuff see where that's going a uh, good suggestion i was under the impression that you didn't gain access to this until like later on like 500 subs or something but yeah maybe we'll start uh using this we'll do some polls and stuff um you know good good shout alexis Barrera. alexis you know what since you came up with this idea on the next podcast tell us what our first post should be yeah, you know, if you got a question or a poll or something, we will use your question or poll for the first thing on our community tab. So, uh, yeah, thank us for letting us know that. I was under the impression that we had to hit some other milestones before we got that. So, awesome. Uh, but that is the last comment uh, we have for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to be moving on to uh, comics now, which I liked some comics this week and some other ones. I thought we're kind of cringe. Um, yeah. You know? So, first of all, let's just get uh, the honorary Tom King book out of the way. Because I, you know, I feel like I've been doing a disservice to Tom King. I read his books last after a whole bunch of comics. And it's like the last thing I want to do. Because I'm like, I know he has a lot of writing in his books. And I'm just like, dude, I kind of want to go to sleep. Like, yeah. you know, and I'm just like skimming his books. So, I'm doing a disservice. Uh, but it didn't look like I missed much in this book, Clay. It was a fight. It literally a fight the whole 38-ish pages or whatever it is. And a talk between two characters. Yeah, of course, this is the Manhunter and the Bodyguard. Yeah. Um, This, unfortunately, was all that it was. Um, yeah. There was a lot of setup last issue. And I thought we were going to touch up on a lot of that. And there was nothing except for this one fight. Um, and it's just a lot of, oh, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. Oh, I'm a better fighter than you. No, I'm the better fighter than you. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, does that mean that we are equals? Is this a fair fight? Is it not a fair fight? Hey, how about we leave this all to a coin toss? Well, that yeah. coin toss is unfair because it's your coin and blah, 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 blah. And mm -hmm. he goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And, like, you could say that there is, like, some sort of, like, a very intellectual conversation in the midst of this. Yeah. 
but it was just so much dialogue yeah and the fighting wasn't that exciting it was kind of boring yeah and uh the one thing i will say is i mentioned this to clay before we started recording tom king is essentially thrown out his no talking during fighting rule like he started doing it a little bit in batman um Mm -hmm. like there was some fighting but there was that one issue in batman when he went after kg beast and he was not talking yeah, at all. Batman was just pissed. He was just like beating the shit out of him. You know what I mean? So I don't know what's happened there. I think it's one of those things where um, he learned that if if I stick with that rule, I lose so much space to tell my story. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I always agreed with that rule. I actually liked it. Granted, I'm not going to hold myself to that rule. You know what I mean? I uh, like because sometimes you need space. And sometimes they might talk during a fight. But I think you write it into the story, like Batman throws somebody through a window. And like that's when he starts talking. Because they're not fighting. He just throws through a window, pauses the fight a little bit, and then they start fighting again or whatever. I think that's how you should write it. Yeah. But um, comics has always done this, so it's not the biggest thing. But it is something, it it is odd that Tom King has talked about it, and then now he's going against it. You know what I mean? So I, I find that a bit funny. But the book essentially ends with them both dead. Yeah, uh, they're both dead. Um, Manhunter gets his leg chopped off. Uh, they both get stabbed, um, yeah. either in the abdomen or straight through the chest. Um, and they are still squabbling, even when they're dead. They're just like, oh, well, I guess it's a tie. Well, is it really a tie? Because I got you first, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very odd. Um, it doesn't really move the plot at all. Um, this is just one of those issues. Like I said, that King was like, oh, I really want to like have something deep and emotional and intellectual Mm -hmm. in this issue. And it just didn't grab my attention as much as I think he wanted it to. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I understand the like eight panel grids and nine panel grids that King likes to do. I think you can still do those and get exciting with it and get creative. You know what I mean? And I feel like that didn't happen here. Uh, maybe it's because he wanted to tell a lot of story. But I think you could have done, like, maybe the sword reaching across the panel into the next panel would have been kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. get a little or bit like, more interesting with it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe have them slam somebody down through the panel into the next panel. That would be kind of cool. Well, like you know, at one point, the manhunter is like falling. Yeah, uh, I would have appreciated like him, like, like the 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 six or four panels on the right side be the building, the building? yeah, and then like him falling be yeah. each of the panels on the other side on the left hand side. I think that would have been really interesting. Yeah, but like, it, he, it, he didn't play along with that at all. No. And um, King is somebody that does like to let the artists kind of create. He just like, this is panel one, this is panel two, panel three. Now, granted, you have to write that in your script. You have to be like, yo, page 14 is an eight panel grid, but the four panels on the right are the building and he's falling through the other three panels, the other four panels, you know? Yeah. So you have to write that in your scripts. But um, yeah, this was just one massive fight, ladies and gentlemen. There's not really much to talk about. It was a big conversation between two warriors and they're going to fight even in the afterlife it's because it's what they do um and that's basically the story so 
uh, yeah, not the not the greatest thing, but like I said, I do feel like this story is one of those things that I mean, I stopped, I actually stopped buying it at the comic shop, but I stopped buying all loose leaves anyways. Yeah, but you know, this is something I was like, I'll buy it when it's a trade, and I'll sit down one day and read it and just read the whole thing yeah, all together. Like, yeah, because I do feel like it's been longer and longer between issues, kind of. But a little bit, true, yeah, you know. So it is what it is. Uh, but moving on to uh, Joker. Uh, which is the still the manga series quick reads these manga series yes uh, this one joker has a lady friend stop by by the name of harley quinn yeah uh, so this was interesting to see uh, animated harley we're going to be getting both of these characters obviously drawn differently in an actual anime yeah. which is going to be the suicide squad isekai which i think is going to be pretty cool but this was a, a fun story you know um harley I don't, I don't know if this is how it is, Clay. Do you have friends that are like, come hang out? You're like, I really can't. Like, I got a, I got a kid now. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, you're one of them. Yeah. Um, we, we still we go, go to the movies, though. We, we go to the movies, and I'm yeah. like, uh, hey. So yeah. I, I go to Abby, I'm like, uh, is it okay yeah. if I go see a movie this week? You know? Yeah. Um, and as long as, as, as our schedules kind of play around with it, then we're good. Um, but this is very relatable. Um, on even on a scale of like me wanting to play an online game with a friend, it's like mm-hmm. okay, like it wasn't the best time for you to ask me. Like yeah. maybe you could have asked before, just saying, "Hey, jump on and and we could play or whatever." Um, because Harley just busts in, yeah. like she just crashes into the apartment. Glass goes everywhere. She and she crashes into the nursery. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby Batman is right there in his crib, and Joker's like are you freaking kidding me right now? Like you, like he is just now crawling and his stomach touches the floor when he crawls. I don't need him cutting himself clean up after yourself. And so she has to like, like uh, freaking sweep everything up and everything. Mm. Um, She is uh, washing her hands because he's like, he's a newborn. Like, please. That was a big thing for us. That was, and I think still is, especially now that we are getting over COVID. It's like, Everybody washes their hands. Yeah. Everybody. Um, and even some of our family members has been like, I'm clean. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't care. I need to yeah. see you wash your hands. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah, dude. I don't know. So yeah, that's pretty much how it is. And so Harley is just obviously she hasn't spent time with Joker. So she's like, oh, we don't go out and do our crazy stuff. And he's just being dad. Right. And then she's there. She's able to make Batman laugh and stuff like that. And like, you know. And, you know, she's doing, she's helping. She's, like, taking care of him. And then he's like, hey, you need to be quiet. I already got a noise complaint from the, the, you know, the (laughs) landlord and stuff. And it's so weird to see Joker just dealing with everyday people stuff, you know, which I think this is what this book is. It is essentially a slice of life in D.C., kind of. Because, like, everybody deals with this, you know. If you live in an apartment, noise complaints if you are too loud or you have bad neighbors or something. There's even a point where Harley is like, oh, I got the baby something. And it's, like, uh, a generic, like, franchise toy in the DC universe. And Joker's like, no. yeah, We're not giving him that. Because if you give it to him too early, his life becomes obsessed with it. And then before you know it, we have plates and napkins and cups yeah. and posters and all of this stuff and you actually see a panel where he's kind of going crazy with it um and that's also true 
mm-hmm. for all sorts of different things as like a kid. Like, yeah, I mean, you tell the story all the time that you and your brother were obsessed with Ninja Turtles and you yeah. had all the toys of Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. Well, for me and my brother, it was uh, Batman and Superman, the animated series. And we had mm-hmm. all the toys of that. Uh, we had like every Batmobile. Uh, we had yeah. the TMNT toys as well. Um, my one of my cousin's little kids is obsessed with Sonic and he has everything Sonic cups, plates, freaking backpacks. Uh, it, it it's just something that we as as humans do. We obsess yeah. over these things, and it's just like, hey, I need it to consume our lives. Um, and so I I get it on that scale as well. Um, right now, my child is a, t- a little too young to mm-hmm. be obsessed with anything like that. Right now, the biggest thing is I could say Bluey. We watch mm-hmm. Bluey all the time, but I don't think like. For me, I'm not going out to buy like a stuffed animal bluey or like yeah. anything else like that, like t-shirts and stuff like that. It's like, okay, it's just the show. I'm okay with just watching the show right now. But I know when she gets older, she will want some of those things. So yeah. I'm trying to brace myself for it. Yeah. Well, I you feel kind of bad for Harley here because she's trying to help, you know, and Joker is kind of a strict parent. And that's when he's telling him, like, no, you can't give him this stuff. Like, she did something out of the kindness of her heart to bring this kid a toy, right? And he rejects it, which is in line with Joker, how he treats Harley anyway. Yeah. And she's just kind of, there's this panel where she's, like, holding the toy. And, like, it's just, like, dot, dot, dot. And she's, like, put in, I'm going to take off. And he's, like, okay, it is late. And, um, you know, he's kind of, like uh you know we don't have i just can't wreak havoc with her on the streets of gotham you know what i mean and there's like this one shot of her going down holding her mallet like dragging on the floor like she's sulking going away down the hallway out of his apartment and uh it just feels kind of uh kind of sad but you see joker coming back and he goes to the carpet and he finds a little shard of glass and he's like you know he's just like mad about it he's like this is you know this can't happen and he's like, I just feel like I can't have a conversation with anybody or some shit like that. <laughs> and Batman's just there like, huh? And so I think it's just, uh, it, was, it was funny. It's a good issue. You know, it is uh, nothing to take too seriously. It is very relatable, I can see, if you are a parent. So um, I do think that's, uh, it's an interesting read for sure. Um, I've been enjoying it. I'm curious on how it's going to, um, you know, come across in the in the actual, like, you know, are they going to serialize this as a big book or a regular manga? I think they'll do a manga. Um, okay. When it comes to, I have the uh, Batman, the Justice League, there's a total of three volumes. So I mm-hmm. think with this, they'll push it out as uh, as volumes. Uh, it may be like a small series where it only reaches like maybe three volumes, maybe even five. Yeah, uh, but it all depends on how they are uh, getting this uh, Japanese mangaka team mm-hmm. to write it. Like it, I guess it. It's like, hey, you're you only have like twenty five chapters, or hey, you know, this is an ongoing as as long as it is doing well. You know, I have no idea how it's being publicated. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Um, Clay, I see the the Aquaman trailer has dropped. Yes, it has. Okay, uh, I think it's, let's let's finish comics and then we'll maybe react to it after. Okay. So, uh, moving on to the other manga that we have, 
which was Justice Buster number three, Batman Justice Buster. I, I'm curious to see what your opinions are, uh, because there is an iconic character that is uh, uh, finally revealed at the end of this. Yeah, in a very odd way. So I they did the Batman I really don't like here, which is the like kind of full of himself Batman that is like, I like violence. Kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Violence is justice. Because he's trying to get recruited by Superman. I think that's how the last book ended. They were, they're going to be having a meeting. And uh, Superman, you know, Batman's like, you can cut the crap. Like, I know who you are. You know what I mean? And he's like, you're trying to get me to join that little league you got. And he's like, yeah, we're called the Justice League. He's like, justice, justice is violence. Y'all aren't a league. Or, you know, he's just like being an asshole. And I'm like, I don't like that Batman. You know what I mean? Um, you can be stern, you can be stoic, but like asshole Batman, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of it. So, um, also we have the detective character is Gordon, I guess. I don't really know. He's like heartthrobby. So the way they make this out, Mm -hmm. I think it's the character at the very end also. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is probably so yeah. So there is this kid who we think is gonna be Robin, I'm assuming. It it looks definitely like a Jason Todd type yeah. mute with the hood and everything. Is is telling this person in a coat, like a old man, like, you know, what are you doing around here? And he's like, Whoa, whoa. He's like, just because somebody's older than you doesn't mean you should be calling them old man. He's like, All right, bro. Well, what are you doing here? He's like, Well, I'm not your brother. He's like, Well, make up your mind. He's like, What are you? Like, you know what I mean? So like the kid's just doing this kid lingo. How did you feel? about the sudden art change in oh so there's 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 a moment in the very beginning where it's like a lot of heavy shading a lot of grays very smooth and then it gets to like your classic like sketch style yeah of anime uh or or manga um it bothered me a little bit but like I I love the heavy detail of the of the beginning of it, you know. Yeah. I I love the way that looks. It does make it feel a little lazy when it jumps to this. Yeah. But it is something that is uh well known in manga. The Did first they do few that pages in the previous books though? I don't know if they've done it in the previous two of this one individually, mm-hmm. but I know that it is something that is normal, quote unquote among other manga like you'll have like the first two pages be really heavily detailed okay it's a mixture in the previous books too so yeah it just felt really off here like i was like yo that's a crazy sudden change yeah um either way though uh so yeah there's just this batman kind of being an asshole to uh superman he's like i'm not gonna join your team he's like i'll buy your coffee though and then you know superman's like oh i was really actually supposed to interview him and so, like, there's, like, that little cheeky moment. But Superman does say, like, he did point out one thing that is constantly happening or it has happened many a times is he points out, he was like, when you started, it was only criminals and mobsters. But as you've been around, people have gotten crazier, like free Mr. Freeze and all these other people. He's like, eventually, it's going to be, like, crocodile men and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then Batman ends up fighting Killer Croc. Yeah, he's like, he's oh, like, oh wow, he called it. That's, yeah. that's crazy. 
So that was kind of weird. And then he points out like, oh, your partner in crime, which is this is the reveal at the end. He's like, I'm not associated with that person. Um, and we don't really know who they're talking about at this point. Well, at one point, Batman or Bruce says, I'm not associated with him. He's a killer. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why would anybody like mistaken Batman's partner as a killer? Yeah. And then you see at the very end what is revealed. This threw me in for a loop here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the Joker. Uh, he beats Croc. And I believe so. Yeah. He yeah, it, shows up. It, yeah. it shows like it implies that he helped take down Killer Croc. Yeah. And so you see Joker as a vigilante also. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah, and he's wearing like a luchador mask. He looks like, and I don't mean this to like trigger anybody, mm-hmm. but he looks like Ghostmaker. Yeah, like the mask bit. looks like a Ghostmaker, like smooth mask. Yeah, but it's Joker with like a uh, he has like the the Jokerized eyes and the smile, mm-hmm. but the suit and jacket looks similar to that of the private investigator that we saw in the very beginning who we assume is Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I didn't pick up on that when I saw it. I was just like, I was just fixated on the mask. I was like, that's kind of dumb. He looks like a luchador. You know what I mean? And I like luchadors, but not Joker. You could have done a better mask in my opinion. Yeah. If you were trying to symbolize Joker, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, Took a turn I wasn't expecting, but I'm interested to see where it goes. This one takes forever to come out, but yeah. it is more pages too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's probably why they switched up the style so much, maybe because they're like, we need to get these out faster. So you're gonna need to do more of the sketchy style. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. I was very like, whoa, wasn't expecting that, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, I want to know more about the. Uh, this was the first issue that didn't have Batman really using his actual partner, which is the AI. Yeah. So I'm curious on what's going there. Also, I mean, I guess Batman already said that he's not partners with the Joker. So we're probably still going to see the Robin eventually happen. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested in the book. It's, you know, it's been holding my um, my fancy. But I just realized now looking at the cover... We've had the tease of this Joker from day one. If you look at the cover, it switches between Batman and the Joker. I've never noticed that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's his mask. Like if you actually look at it. And I didn't even know the pretty boy was on the cover, too. Like, I never paid attention to that. The pretty boy and the Robin are on. Wow, I didn't notice that either. Yeah, so uh, pay attention in school, kids. Uh, it might benefit you when you read comics. Um, but yeah, next up we have, uh, I think what's the next two things we have teen Titans and what else am I missing? I oh, think Rob, that, Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, teen Titans. What did you think about this? I had a problem with the villain portrayal, not the villain themselves. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's kind of tropey. Yes, um, very the, tropey. Uh, the way they went about it. Um, or stereotypical is probably the better word. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think stereotypical is the better phrasing here. Um, I liked the conversation between Bruce and Tim. 
mm-hmm. the whole thing of like, hey, you're being a responsible leader of a superhero team. So like you can't just go about and have public appearances and all of this other stuff. Yeah. Um, I do like that. Um it was a little odd that like uh Dick Grayson? Yeah, Dick Grayson. Sorry. Uh, not, I was not, all like, I was him. like, is sorry. This, I was like, is this Tim? I was like, no yeah, way. I sorry, it's sorry. Dick okay, uh cool. Dick Grayson. Yeah. Uh but I did find it a little odd. There was no like lead up to this whole obsession over Bumblebee. Yes, and, I agree. And so it just like it just happened, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, okay, like I guess we could just follow this along. Yeah. Um, I feel like it would have been a little bit better if there was some sort of lead up to it. Mm-hmm. So then we could be like, oh, you know, it was this person or whatever. Yeah. Um, it just it didn't feel quite right. Yeah, so uh, just for some context, the Titans go to TitanCon. That's what this is. We know that this was pimped out or like, you know, foreshadowed in other the previous issues. And so they're going to TitanCon. You know, Dick Grayson is having that conversation that Clay mentioned with Batman. He's like, yeah, they're just exposing themselves or putting themselves out there. Like, that's why they shouldn't be doing that. And so as they're at this con, of course, if you've ever been to a Comic-Con and you see like their celebrities, people freak the fuck out. And they're just like, oh, my God. And, you know, the Titans are kind of getting, like, they're getting swarmed and whatnot. And everybody's kind of okay with it. They're like, you got to go do a panel. And they're like, what's a panel? And, you know, it's just kind of, like, weird. And Bumblebee, eventually, somebody, I think it's Bumblebee, right? Is her name? Um, They try to, like, rip her mask off. And she's, like, pissed. Like, she gets super. She's like, nobody can do that. Nobody yeah. ever can can find out my identity. And... I, I don't know why she's so, like, crazy about it. Like, that's another thing. Like, you know, again, you said there's no lead-up. I don't know why her identity is such a big thing to her. Like, you know what I mean? Which Granted, is really odd because in the previous issue, um, uh, uh, we saw that Donna Troy mm-hmm. uh, accidentally gave her identity to somebody, and it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And now with this... Like, yeah, I can I can see how being unmasked at a convention could be kind of like traumatic or whatever. But she makes it such a big thing to where she is yelling at Wally like you can never let that happen. Like she gets in his face about it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's like really weird. And then he does mention he's like, there's definitely a story there. And like, I mean, I guess that's you could definitely reveal this later on why that's going to happen and i'm assuming we're going to learn that but it just felt really weird like that she's like super like oh my god because i think the way you could have done this better is had her been on dick grayson's side been like yeah maybe we shouldn't be doing these kind of things yeah and then that would have made more sense because she's like oh she's showing that yeah she doesn't want to like be in the spotlight and so yeah so that was really weird Wally does play a prank on uh, Red Arrow, which I think is pretty funny, where he switches up his arrows. And it kind of gives off, I mean, they show this later. If he doesn't memorize his arrow placement, which I don't know how you do that in a quiver because they all move around, he yeah. it throws off his whole thing. You would think a skilled archer <laughs> would know the weight of every arrow. Yeah. But maybe that's why Green Arrow is so awesome. I don't know. But... I just thought that was really weird. I guess it was just a silly thing. Like, oh, yeah, I threw it off. I can understand Wally giving him the wrong arrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
but just because he mixed up the quiver, everything's off. And I think it's just meant to be a funny moment. I didn't think it was kind of silly. But yeah, the biggest thing here is Toy Man. I believe this is Toy Man, right? Um, well, this is Toy Boy because remember oh, these are yeah. all like the the, Titan. uh, the Titans, and they're supposed to have like the equivalent to villains. Yes, yes, yes. So Toy Boy is at home with his mother, who I believe he lives in a basement. So yeah. we're gonna hit all the stereotypes here, ladies and gentlemen. He's in a basement living with his mom. Back talks his mom, and uh, also is has all these photos of of you know bumblebee in in his room or cave or whatever and so he sees that first of all you would think that he would be at titans con no matter what already yeah yeah but he sees that they're at titan con he has to run away and try to go find uh bumblebee there and he gets there and he's like oh you're my darling you're my precious so just weird creepy con guy yeah and look the stereotype fits but just because a stereotype fits doesn't mean you need to use it, you know? And so, like, he's creepy. You know, he, he ends up using toys. He, he has powers that turn toys into, like, actual... He like, uses magic, yeah. Yeah. So, he has a Batmobile that's going to run over people. He has a Donna Troy fight Donna Troy. Because they the Titans all have figures and stuff here at TitanCon. And so, like, he's having to deal with all of this. Robin just shows up like as his whole team is getting destroyed. He's like, y'all are focusing on the wrong thing. Um, how about you tie up his hands and they tie up his hands and they win. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, which I thought was kind of funny that like, it just showed how dumb the rest of the Titans are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's the, it's the Batman problem, right? Yes, it's like, yes. Oh, you know, the justice league is nothing without batman batman comes up with the plans he comes up with like the big like hey this is how we defeat them yeah and that's kind of what they're doing with dick grayson it's like oh because he is the batman character here mm -hmm. he has to be the one to come up with the plan to defeat the villain yeah um and he does and he's about to sock toy boy but then bumblebee's like no i earned this one and she like socks yeah. him right in the face yeah and uh yeah he's just a creepy guy and that's what happens. And so, like, uh, Mini Hawkman, bad name. Yeah. A really bad name. Yeah. Dick Grayson is talking to Mini Hawkman, which, you know what? Like, what if, like, Hawkman causes junk that? Like, hey, this is Mini Hawkman. And now this kid's associated with that. It's like, <laughs> yo, dude, you can't say that. Uh, but, like, anyway, so probably the dumbest name I've heard in a long time. Um, but he's talking to Grace and he's like, yeah, a lot of pressure, huh? And he's like, yep. He's like, uh, you know, I would have been on your side or whatever. Just kind of relating with him. He's like, but that's kind of why I got out of the game. And so I don't like, is he, was he at the convention or no, like, this is, this is the very confusing thing is that this is the first time we are seeing this character in this series. Yeah. And so, like, it was just really weird because I'm assuming they're at the convention hall still because that's where they were. And he's talking, Minnie Hawkman's talking to Grayson, and he's all like, yeah, man, that's why I got out. He was like, but um, you seem to have a problem or you don't want to go home. And he's like, why? He's like, because you're the only one still here. And, like, wh where's here? At the convention? Well, it like, does say, it says, 
Titans layer later. Oh, layer. I read that with my dyslexic brain and it said later. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> Titans later. And I was like, later, later. All right, whatever. Uh, I didn't see the bottom part. But yeah, so Titans Lair, and he's still there. So I don't know why. If you left the superhero business, why are you hanging out at the Lair? I feel like that would be kind of troublesome, no? Um, but either way, maybe he's doing uh, some paperwork. because It looks like he's in an office. Yeah. So uh, either way, that's just nitpicky stuff. But we do see as a toy boy was getting transported um, to jail, I'm assuming, this mysterious figure that we saw previously who is trying to create his own Titans, which we find out is known as the Terror Titans now, uh, mm-hmm. Freeze Toy Boy. So the Terror Titans are being created. Um, lately, we've had a lot of opposites being created. And again, I said this previously. Terror Titans is not bad. It's not that super bad of a name. Uh, way better than Mini Hawkman. But I do think that I don't know what's going on with like, oh, let's just create all opposite villains lately. Dark. What it was. The, what is dark fate or like, I don't know what it was because it just happened in nightmares. Didn't they just create like darkness, Dr. Fate or dark? Dr. Oh, fate yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. I forgot what nightmare fate. I don't know what his name was. Dr. Hate. Dr. Hate. There you go. See again. Silly name. Uh, had, uh, you know, had it not been a long time ago. So is what it is. If it was made a long time ago, I'd probably be like, yeah, Dr. Hayes a dope name. But now it being created right now, I'm just kind of like, that's kind of silly. Silly. Yeah. Yeah. But it is what it is. Toy Boy, everybody else here. That is kind of the Titans issue. Um, but yeah, so kind of cool. World's Finest continuing. Um, I do think that, you know, it's not a bad side story to, you know, actual World's, or to world's Finest, Batman and Superman. But I do think that is the flagship. Like, that one's still so good. Yeah. Uh, But moving on to the next book, which I don't know how you felt about this, but I did not like. Here's the thing. Uh, we This is what we talked about earlier. This is the Batman and Robin book um, that is going on during Gotham War. Yes. According to the dialogue. The art here is good, but it is like colored in a way that feels ai-ish in my opinion and the problem with this is i at first when i was reading this i was like okay i don't know where this is coming from i didn't know that this was going to be a part of gotham war or why it was spinning out i thought it was just a batman and robin book yeah i didn't know it was going to be a part of gotham war or like take place during that time and so batman and robin are on a blimp which i think is kind of cool i believe that's what they're doing um or they're no no no. hold on yeah they yeah they're they're on on, yeah they're they're fighting on one because um the white rabbit is trying to take it over and kidnap some people so i'm like i'm assuming this is the same white rabbit that was in dark knight that was all like sexified yeah yeah okay so they have her in a more like a different costume this time around more like cosplay-ish, which I think looks kind of cool. It's got a hoodie and stuff like that. Got some ears. Um, and she has the black rabbits with her. And they're trying to kidnap these people. And, of course, Batman and Robin show up. But there's some cringe dialogue here from Batman. And it's Bruce. Like, yeah. So, little insight for those still listening to this comic section. I'm doing some research on mm. the era where Dick Grayson is Batman. Okay. And uh, 
during that time, Damien was also Robin, and there was a vast difference in dialogue mm-hmm. between the two. And you're like, okay, that is Dick Grayson Batman. This felt like Dick Grayson Batman. Okay. This did I've... not feel like Bruce Batman because there is a silly, not sing song dialogue between Batman and Robin in this mm-hmm. issue, but it is enough to be like, why is Bruce playing along with this idea of like, oh, I'll I'll get these guys, you get those guys, like, oh, I win, like we're, we're gonna be keeping count. Like it it's so weird. Uh so let me let me set this up because I think this can work. Williamson just wrote it terribly. Okay. So uh what what happens is when they break in, there's a bunch of goons, right? And Robin's like bragging rights to whoever takes out the most white rabbit goons and batman saying something that you would expect he says this is a serious situation robin focus on the safety of the hostages then keep score you don't you don't do that last part then that, keep score yeah you, you take that out and you just say this is a serious situation take care of the hostages so you let robin spew his stuff then you do all the fighting you beat them all up and at the end, when you're standing over all the bodies, Batman says, I got 10. And yeah. that's how you write it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could agree with that. Yes. But here he doesn't do that. And no. also, Damien wanting to keep score, like, mm-hmm. that's also out of character. That is a Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, Jason Todd, playful yeah. Robin. Fair. Damien has never been the playful Robin. True. So... I agree with that. And I do think that he's trying, maybe Williamson is trying to write Dick Grayson and Dick Grayson Robin. <laughs> you know, yeah. Dick Grayson Batman and Dick Grayson Robin. When I think, yeah, I do think that these would be, this would be a more brutal team than Dick Grayson and Batman. Yeah. Like, um, so I agree with you. It could be out of place, but the I want to give Williamson a little bit of a pass just because we learned in Robin he was starting to become more of himself or like more open to things. Okay. I will say it does. The contrast doesn't work well with what's happening in Gotham war right now, though, because he is like a little shit and he's like brutal as hell right now. So yeah. it's again, having the same character written by three different people is not good. Yeah. Cause you got to like get around, you got to get on a round table and like, let's talk this out. Anyways, I agree with your point. It is some kind of weird, but he's also 13, right? So I'm going to be like, you know, maybe he would say that. Um, and maybe he's a little bit different around his dad. I don't know. It's it's possibilities. But I do think the way Batman, like, you could have had that joke if you wanted to have that joke. But Batman says it at the end instead of, like, then keep score. He would never say keep score. Like, he just wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, and so there was something else that happens, though. Um, um, the random civilian that is, like, at the at their front door like oh no not that in the actual fight so this happens um because like the white rabbit's like oh batman's here oh poo and then batman catches her and says too bad you're late for a very important date in blackgate and robin's like yeah you really shouldn't rhyme in a serious situation batman batman shouldn't be saying that yeah like i was just like here's the thing like i thought because of the coloring i thought this was a dream so I thought that Batman and Ro- or Robin was going to wake up or Batman was going to wake up and be like, whoa, 
You know what I mean? And it was going to go back to them like hating each other. And I was like, that would have made sense. In a dream, they could be anyway. Like Bruce being, you know, quippy with his son. Like that's a dream come true. You know, like I'm bonding with my kid. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be a dream. Like this is all not going to matter. I'm not going to get upset about this or like annoyed that like they seem very off. Uh, it wasn't a dream because we go to the next page and there is like this, you know, uh, socialite. Uh, she's like, hey, Bruce, like I got uh, we know the bouncer at the so-and-so club if you want to go. And he's like, uh, my son's moving in, so I can't really do that. And he's like, oh, you know, this, you know, this beautiful woman's like, it's so cute that you're a single dad, yada, yada. And so Robin's kind of like, Ugh, you know, and he's like, we got to keep up appearances. You know what I mean? Like you're Bruce. You're the son of Bruce Wayne. Like you got to do that, too. And everything from here on out is kind of like Bruce being like, this is where we live. Just so you know, there is a cave under this. Like I maxed everything out. Security's great. Yada, yada. Um, he's like, this is your room. And, you know, everything you've been through, like, I know it could be a lot, but, you know, you know, we, we'll, we'll get through this. And Robin's like, we should probably go to bed now if we want to have optimal strength for fighting crime all night. And so he kind of closes the door. And this part, which I think is very interesting, um, they're continuing the manga stuff. Essentially, it looks like Damien wants to be a mangaka, maybe, or a comic book illustrator, because he's writing a comic book. Yeah, the uh, Damien Wayne, uh, well, Damien Vane, (laughs) and the murder of Crow's mystery. Yeah. I don't know how how I felt about this. Yeah, I going back to your point of like Damien not being the loving, crazy type of Robin. Granted, him reading manga is fine. Doing it, being an illustrator and all that kind of stuff feels a little different because I feel like he would he would think it's a waste of time. You could say the same thing about manga, too, but like, I feel like I don't know. I don't know. It feels weird. It's it's just if it feels weird just because like this is a brand new concept introduced to us. Like, yeah, let's look at uh, Kyle Rayner. For example, mm-hmm. Kyle Rayner was introduced as a cartoonist. Mm-hmm. He is somebody who illustrates as his job, his civilian job. He's a cartoonist. So like him as a green lantern, it makes it very interesting. The, the ideas that he comes up with yeah. because he's an illustrator. It's very cool in that way with Damian Wayne, Robin being introduced reintroduced mm-hmm. technically as this character who is now a little bit brighter who is uh wanting to you know who has a history of like loving manga and everything else it heavily contradicts who he is as he was introduced yeah yeah and with a universe that has basically combined all of its continuity together you can't really do that yeah like you can you can get him new hobbies you can give him new interests Mm -hmm. but we haven't seen that it's just something that is just poof it's it's here you know yeah yeah and and i think it's very good to clarify that because we're not saying that he can't be into this or he can't be into drawing or whatever like that it's just it came out of nowhere yeah and like he more than likely rachel ghoul never let him do any of this so he's used to killing and murdering and all that kind of stuff but you could have had somebody like Wally West or maybe even Jonathan been Introduce like. Introduce him to comics. Yes, to manga. exactly. 
Yeah. And that way he kind of gets into it. And maybe he reads it when nobody's around. And he's all like, you know, because that would have been a cool thing in Super Sons where, you know, maybe Jonathan's going to go meet up with Damien. He's like, so I caught you reading comics. He's like, what? He's like, I wasn't reading anything. He's like, I could see through buildings. Like, and And that's the thing also. Like, I know I am somebody who is very like, you have to write a story linear. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to write a really good story that is set in the past of Damien being introduced to this stuff. Yeah. And it makes me believe like, oh, this is where the passion of it came from. Mm-hmm. Do it. I'm okay yeah. with that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just feels weird because it did come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Also, again, it doesn't fit with how he is. And well, maybe, maybe they're going to try to tell the story of like, this is Damien Wayne and it's different than Robin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it feels like he's into this stuff as a kid, as Damien Wayne. But I don't know. And here's the thing too. You didn't really need to show that part in particular right now because if he starts going to school you could have introduced the manga there too yeah you know like you could have introduced like oh yeah i I like to draw or like i don't know or maybe he goes into drawing class and like maybe he's you know what would have been interesting is if you would have tied it into like detective work or something maybe he sketches out how things are done like this is instead of using computers and whatnot so it's just kind of it feels like it came out of nowhere but i'm cool with the character development if he wants to be an illustrator he wants to be anything like that um because i think it would be better i i think rob i think robin damian wayne's robin always needs to be kind of an asshole in my opinion just to set himself aside from the other robins you know he needs to be just like his dad in that sense but damian wayne couldn't be softer i'm cool with that yeah i think that's valid and we kind of see that when we found out that he learned so much from alfred because there is this breakfast that they're about to eat and he's, you know, um, Bruce has gotten up and he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, let me get some. And he's about to like get some tea or something like that. And Robin like swaps it out of his hand. He's like, you heathen. Like, that's not how you make tea. And then he like makes it right. He's like, let me show you how to do it properly. The way like Alfred would. So I really like, cause we know all of the Robin book was all about Robin thinking about bringing Alfred back to life with yeah. Lazarus and everything. But now he's keeping Alfred alive through what he learned. Yeah. which I think is really cool. And he's talking about him in a very positive way. He's like, uh, yeah, have some breakfast. He was like, uh, but it, Alfred would say this is more brunch. Yeah. So like, I think that's pretty cool that, you know, they're kind of keeping that. It's a nice way to keep bringing Alfred into these stories, which I think is nice, especially through Damien. Uh, Cause we see that in Nightwing. I mean, Nightwing did it obviously right with the Alfred foundation and all that jazz. So um, this is kind of when we learn that Bruce is like, I enrolled you in school. And he's like, cool. What's my secret identity? I have plenty of them. If I need to do that, like who are we going after? And he's like, no, you're going to go to school. <laughs> like, As Damien Wayne. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, there's too much going on for me to go to school. I'm smarter than everybody there. There's no point. Plus Catwoman thinks she has all this criminal empire going down, but she really doesn't. And so that's another hint at like the Gotham War stuff going mm-hmm. on. Um, also, I don't know how... <laughs> I would feel, and it does feel very Damian Wayne, but, like, if I had a kid that was, like, yeah, your ex-lover, like, I'd be like, yo, yo, let's, like, like chill. Chill, chill, <laughs> chill out here, chill out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, um, and then this is when it gets to the one thing I really don't like is where they're, like, oh, yeah, we let's get in the Batmobile. He's, like, about that. And then we see the Robin Mobile. Yeah. Um, I think it just looks like I would have had it. I would have preferred it be introduced 
where he shows up like with it to help Batman. Yeah, because I'm again, it it I don't want to like throw down like uh toxic masculinity or anything yeah. like that. But like seeing Batman in the passenger seat just yeah. looks weird. It just yeah. looks weird. It does. It, does. <laughs> it looks like he's in a little monster truck. Um, and I, there's nothing against it. Look, we're we're very nitpicky. We're we're calling it out for sure. But I would have liked like introduce things in cool ways. What happened to that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like have the Batmobile explode, and they're like, "Well, I'm gonna have to call in backup." And Robin's like, "I got it." And then Damn. his shows up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like introduce things in cool ways. Like that's what I think the best thing about some animes are like the way things get introduced, right? um and like you can do that in comics and like so they show up um which i think this was really interesting they show up in the robin mobile to fight croc and the other animal people which yeah, is kind of cool, right? and i can't remember the group of individuals that they're actually called the um the trio let's see what are they called they say it in the thing um let's see the something something trio i'm trying to remember where it's at um shit i can't find terrible trios uh yeah it's the terrible trio yeah the terrible trio which is the fox the shark and the um vulture vulture they've been in the animated series before they've been in other i think movies or comic books i think it was in uh was it tamaki's run i think it was she had them yeah tamaki and detective run might have had them but they've always been guys in masks yeah but or maybe I'm maybe, I'm not gonna say always, but for the most part, they're usually in, people in masks. But now it looks like they're real. Yeah, so, because he knocks off the mask, and it's just a real fox head yeah. underneath it, and a shark and, and a vulture. Yeah, yeah. Which the shark looks the funniest because it's this big old head sticking out <laughs> of a little body, and so it looks like George Lopez when he's a kid. Like it's just a big old head. So, like, I thought that was kind of funny that they had masks, like, of their real selves under it. Um, but then there's this mysterious character, because it's always a mysterious character, right? That snipes Batman. He's like, I'm going to turn what you love against you or something like that. I thought he was going to shoot Robin. I thought was, so, too. You know, I thought he was going to shoot Robin, but Batman ends up getting hit. And after they beat up everybody, Batman's like, I'm not feeling too great. And he's like, what's going on, father? He's like, uh, I got hit with a small gas pellet. Uh, and it hit me and I breathed it in. Uh, it's, uh, what did it say? Not poison, something else. So Batman knows something's going on. And then all we see is a bunch of bats start attacking him and he falls off the building. And so kind of crazy that, uh, you know, what Batman loves, quote unquote, is the bats, you know? And so they start attacking him and we're going to see what happens. Um, I thought he was going to turn Batman or Robin into an animal because it seems like this person is probably working with, you know, the ter- the troublesome trio or whatever, and he turned them into, you know, their actual fox selves and stuff like that. So I thought, do not tell me Batman's going to turn into a bat. I don't want that. I I, I think that would be Jumping the Shark. Um, yes. Second issue. issue. Yeah, that would be Issue crazy. two of this uh, ongoing series already. Um, so I don't think it'll happen. Um, especially when I am pretty sure they said that Shush will be introduced in issue two. Oh, I forgot about Shush. <laughs> Dude. I forgot that that was going to happen. Holy shit. 
with some of the dialogue we got in this book, I am not excited for shush. Um, yeah, that, that really sucks. I forgot about that. <laughs> not, not, yeah, I don't know. How is that like, are they gonna, it's gonna have to be, is it, did they confirm that it's Hush's daughter or like kid or whatever? They, I think they did, yeah. Like, I, if it's anything like, american schooling i'm shocked well i guess it would probably be private schooling here right so i guess it wouldn't matter how would you allow thomas elliott's kid to be at your school you know what i, I mean i'm not entirely sure <laughs> i feel like other people would not be comfortable with that so but it is what it is maybe they don't know maybe it's not gonna be like maybe the name won't be elliot but if it is elliot i'm like bro like who goes to those parent, uh, you know, parent-teacher conferences? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm curious on how they're gonna write that, but we'll see. Oh, well, I'm looking at it now. Uh -huh. uh, it doesn't actually say she's no? inspired by Thomas Elliot, so oh. it's not his daughter. Okay, cool. Um, that's slightly better. I mean, I guess if you're inspired, you can't really, I mean, blame somebody for having a stupid name. Yeah. Um, but Shush is just dumb. It's so dumb. It's still not worse than Freezy Pop or whatever Tynan came up with for the the Freeze Kids. Um, those are probably the worst names ever. Probably even worse than Mini Hawkman. <laughs> Mini Hawkman is just lazy. <laughs> like, that's just lazy um it's not not as bad as those but either way that is all we got for comics ladies and gentlemen i'm assuming that uh whatchamacallit uh gotham war will continue next week probably with yeah. catwoman or something uh so oh we gotta react to this trailer real quick so we're gonna watch this and we'll give our thoughts okay so we just watched the uh aquaman trailer and i gotta say doesn't look bad no it looks doesn't... pretty interesting it looks uh, pretty good there's some, there's some, you know, Marvel type jokes in this trailer. Yeah. And, but it's Jason Momoa. Like, I feel like he pulls it off. So, yeah, I, I, I think he pulls it off fairly well. But it um, is going to be kind of cringy dial, like cringy, jokey, Marvel ish stuff. I think that, you know, overall, I think that this will be somewhat like the first one mm. um, with, you know, it yeah. also had some random cringy jokes in there. But For it sure. still looked great, and it yeah. was still great overall. And I think that's what we're getting here. Yeah. I am curious. I mean, you can tell, like, just from the brother moments that it's like, oh, yeah, this probably is going to be a story between them. They didn't show them much. They showed a lot of action. Yeah. So that's what they're banking on. And I got to say, I loved the action in the first Aquaman. So, like, if you're giving me that again, I'm totally down. And this uh, Black Trident, apparently, I've never heard of this before. So I don't know if this is in the comics or anything like that. I um, I don't recognize the Black Trident, but yeah. I'm not a huge Aquaman person, so yeah, looks awesome. Um, which, by the way, speaking of Aquaman, there's a quote I need to pull up that I shared on on Twitter. Um, uh, but as as go, I'll bring it up in a little bit. But the um, it, it looks good. I mean, like I, I'll watch it. It looks pretty cool. Uh, they did show Mira, so that means a lot of people are definitely not going to go watch it now. Cause yeah. they were, you, you, I think you would have should have just kept her out of the trailers altogether mm -hmm. and just got the money from the people in the seats and then been like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I'm out. I don't want to watch this and be like, Oh, we got your money already. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought, I think it looks kind of cool. I think, uh, black Manta looks awesome. 
Yeah. He looks sober. He's got the classic suit this time around. It seems like uh, more classic style. And I think it looks freaking fire. You know what? Also, people might, you know, I doubt people are going to like this, but Amber Heard is making the rounds right now because of Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. They showed her in, uh, apparently she cosplayed for him and it was Mercy from uh, Overwatch. So I think a lot of people are like, damn. <laughs> so, you know, maybe she's winning some people back by this Elon Musk pose. I'm not a fan of Elon Musk, but I like Mercy. Mercy's cool. Um, but Amber Heard does seem still like wacko crazy. Um, but anyways, I think it looked interesting. I mean, the story, here's the thing. This could be a first for, I mean, I don't think we're going to get an Aquaman 3. Although Momoa kind of hinted at it previously anyways, when they asked him about Aquaman 3. I am curious if we could get a villain in all three movies in a trilogy. Has that happened before? The same villain in all three movies? No, that hasn't happened before. You know? If this was, like, still the DCEU, you could have actually had Manta in all three movies, and he finally kills Aquaman in the third. Yeah. That would have been crazy. Because um, that, that would have been a way you could have wrote Aquaman out of out of the thing. Um, I don't think we'll get an Aquaman 3 unless this does well. Unless this does well. I think it looks cool, man. I mean, we'll watch it no matter what. I mean, we watch all DC movies. Yeah. Because um, I... I am curious to go to the theaters to see why it's so bad. I I am curious, like especially you know? after seeing that trailer. Um, it looks good. It looks vibrant. It yeah. looks just like the first one. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see what makes it like very, uh, uh, Justice League. Uh, you know, Justice yeah. League worthy. So it it's gonna be very interesting. I wonder if it's the jokes, you know? I wonder if people are going to be like, oh, it's just like Marvel. But again, like, I mean, it's Jason Momoa, man. He probably wants to have fun. He wants to do some cool shit. Um, But we'll see. I mean, we'll be watching it in in three months or whatever. But I do want to point out, uh, because it's funny, um, since this is Aquaman that we're talking about before we end the podcast, this person on Twitter, I saw them say it's uh, Ann Comics, I think, uh, said... I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Spider-Man and Batman fans act so goddamn spoiled. I wish I had 2,000 issues of Aquaman to get mad at. I wish I could nitpick every single moment or alt costume in Captain Mar- in the Captain Marvel game. Because at least it's something. And uh, I had <laughs> quoted this, and I was all like, as someone who runs a Batman podcast, this is the truest statement I've ever read on Twitter. Because I think it's fair. I mean, we we uh, we are able to nitpick Batman as much because he has so much content. Yeah. But yeah, if you're a fan of like Blue Beetle, right? We've talked about Blue Beetle before. We're like, man, I wish there was more Blue Beetle content. But I mean, they're starting to come out with more. But for the longest time, there was no Blue Beetle content. Um, if you like a, a different type of hero, like you have to hope like somebody like Tom King or somebody's going to bring out one of these older heroes, you know what I mean? And be like, yeah, they're giving him some love. Um but yeah, I thought that was just funny. I was like, yeah, it's true. I mean, we, we talk about it all the time. We bitch and complain about little stuff. But it's yeah. because we feel like it doesn't fit the character. But it must suck for like an Aquaman fan who maybe has, a, maybe they love the Jeff Johns run and then they have a different run that's completely different than that. And they're like, oh, this is not great. And that you're probably the only run you're going to get for a while. So it's like, that sucks. But I don't know. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is it 
for our um, podcast this week. A lot of different little tits and tats that we talked about. But, Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? Um, this week, go check out Star Wars Alliance. We reviewed episode five of Ahsoka. That was the really big, huge episode that actually aired in theaters for some places. So uh, go check out our review there. Um, sometime in the next week, we will also be uh, reviewing the book uh, Tales of Light and Life, uh, which has, I think, like a total of six mini stories uh, tying into the whole High Republic era. Uh, we're going to be reviewing that pretty soon. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Noise, noise. I am uh, still just slowly working on a lot of stuff. I need to get, uh, been doing a lot of stuff for my job because I'm trying to get ahead since I'll be traveling in October. So I'm trying to get all that done in advance, but also so I can work on other stuff and not have to worry about my job right now. But I have the intro video for the new channel complete and I'm probably like 50% done on the first video as well. So uh, move in slowly on that, which has been pretty good. But I also am streaming every Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. So come by. Saturday streams are also earlier in the day, too. So if you guys want to come check that out, they happen around uh, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, if you're not doing anything on Saturday, come hang out. But that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman.